0: it is officially big game week folks and we are here three walls in the blp to get you ready for it kind of great episode for you tonight uh i am going to give you kind of the storylines how they got here kind of a, a lead up into the game and then uh, i had some very special guests join me to discuss the game give some thoughts takes picks and some prop bets uh, so let's get right into it. We've got the Rams versus the Bengals, SoFi Stadium, Sunday at 6:30, Super Bowl 56. Can't say a Super Bowl big game 56. Uh, how they got here? The Rams were NFC West champs. They beat the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the 49ers in the playoffs. They were led by big-name acquisitions in the offseason and midseason, such as Matthew Stafford, Vaughn Miller, Odell Beckham Jr., and Sony Michelle, as well as stalwarts on the team, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Jalen Ramsey, and arguably the best player in the league, Aaron Donald. On the AFC side, we have the Bengals. They were the AFC North champions. They beat the Raiders to get their first playoff win in 31 years, took down top of Tennessee in Nashville, and beat the Chiefs in the playoffs to win the AFC Championship, get to the big game here. They're led by a young core of offensive playmakers, such as Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. The list goes on and on. And defensive studs, Trey Hendrickson, Jesse Bates, and Sam Hubbard. couple of storylines going into this game that everybody's talking about, and some of the ones that I like uh, to take note of here. The Rams are as all in as a team can be with a championship. They traded away all kinds of draft picks. I like to say they're allergic to draft picks. They don't enjoy drafting team players. They just enjoy doing uh free agent pickups. I apologize. I don't know why my eyes look so red in this one. I just am very tired. So we're going to get through this. Got, some, got my Bud Light here. I'm going to power through. We're going to get this done here. Uh, and this team, it, the Rams, are now or never to get this championship and win for Sean McVay in this leadership group. The Bengals had one of the greatest two-season turnarounds in recent memory. Remember two years ago, they were the number one overall pick. They drafted Joe Burrow last year. They were the number five overall pick. They drafted Jamar Chase. Burrow goes down with the torn 0 middle of the year last year, comes back. One comeback player of the year tonight. And led them they, and led them to the AFC North Championship, and now, of course, into the NFL Championship tonight uh, on Sunday. Uh, they had the same odds as the Jaguars did to win the Super Bowl going into the season, and you'll remember the Jaguars are the team drafting first overall again for the second consecutive year. So, uh, Matthew Stafford finally got out of the Detroit shithole. That is the Lions, I guess. Uh, Finally, gets on the big stage and was able to escape that shadow of Detroit when his first playoff game. Uh, Arguably, I would say he solidified his Hall of Fame candidacy with these uh, three playoff games, especially beating Tom Brady and then taking down the hated rival 49ers who had beaten them six years, six times in a row to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, but can he really submit his legacy and deliver a big, the biggest win of his career, the biggest game of his life in this upcoming Super Bowl? The Bengals are led by Joey B, Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, Uh, and he is as unflappable as you can be as a young quarterback, uh, again, coming off an ACL tear. It's really amazing what he's done with this offense, what him and Zach Taylor have done to get on the same page and get these playmakers the ball in successful positions. But can he carry this confidence that he plays with onto this biggest stage? I know he did it in the college national championship. He's done it all year in the playoffs so far. This one's a, this is a different ball game. You know, it's, you know some people say it's really just not a game. There's nothing to it, da, 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 da. it. I don't care who you are. This is a different ball game. This is a different you know, uh, different altogether. So can he bring this confidence to him, deliver a championship to the city of Cincinnati? We'll see. I like to think he will be fine and be able to play up to the standards and play successfully. But I know that Rams defense will have something to say about that. And then the coaches, they're very familiar with each other. You'll remember uh, Zach Taylor was hired by the Bengals three years ago when Sean McVay was the hottest name in NFL coaching. Apologize for this. Uh, So Taylor was the quarterbacks coach under McVay three years ago. And it was at that time where if you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, you were getting an NFL coaching job. Taylor got the Bengals job, you know, had a tough year before they got the number one overall pick with Joe Burrow. Last year was tough with Burrow going down with the injury. And then, of course, this year, everything kind of came together with him from chase, Joe Mixon, this offense. Uh, so you've got the pupil versus the very young teacher in Taylor and McShay, Taylor and McVeigh. sorry. Um, and McVeigh is really trying to exercise his demons from Super Bowl 53 against the Patriots when he had an offense that was averaging 30 points a game going into the Super Bowl. And they were only only able to muster a field goal in that game. So he's trying to sh- prove that he can win the big one. Uh, this year is probably his best coaching job because you know not only did get to the playoffs, deliver on some of these promises with these big name acquisitions. Beat two very good teams in the process to get to the Super Bowl. You'll remember his previous playoff wins weren't against the greatest competition. You got the Cowboys, you got the Falcons, you got the Saints with the uh, PI call. Um. Uh, Seahawks last year, so not the greatest uh, track record. But I think this year he's exercised some of those demons. It's just can he get it all taken care of in this game? And I know he said that he's handling game plan and practice, and you know the week leading up to this game differently than he did in Super Bowl Fifty Three. Be interesting to see how that pans out for him. And then with Taylor, this is his first go round in the playoffs and first go round with you know this kind of responsibility as a head coach. Uh, he's got this offense clicking on all cylinders, but can he really get these guys in the right places and right positions and call the perfect game to win this game? I'd say he's called kind of a three conservative games offensively in the playoffs. He hasn't really cut loose or, you know, re- released these playmakers like he did in the regular season. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be enough to get the job done in the Super Bowl. We'll see if he gets a little more aggressive or if he plays conservative and then his his hand is forced to get aggressive and things don't go the right way. So it's going to be interesting to watch that. And yeah, it's it's going to be a great game. It's right now the Rams are minus four and a half, I believe, over under is around 47 and a half. So, you know, close shaping up to be a close game, shaping up to be a high scoring game. Uh, I'm excited for it. I I think uh I think the Rams uh, I'm going to Bet on the Bengals money line, so Bengals will cover. The over is going to hit, um, and I'm just excited. I'm looking forward to a very good game. You know that it, this is that's kind of what you look for in the Super Bowl when your team's not in it. You look for an exciting game, a back and forth, highly competitive game, and I hope that we get that this year. After last year's kind of didn't live up to the muster. Uh, so that's my pick. Uh, this is the Super Bowl, so you can bet on anything and everything. Coin Toss, National Anthem, Big Man TDs, everything like that. So there's tons of prop bets that you can bet. I'm going to give you a couple that I like here. Uh, These odds are as of Thursday evening, February 10th. So if they change, don't quote me. Uh, Gatorade color, I'm going red pink. Uh, It's at plus 450 right now. Just got a feeling that we haven't had red Gatorade in, I think, seven years, something like that. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams win it and have red Gator in the sideline. The Bengals win it. I think they're going to have orange. It just kind of makes too much sense. Uh, sleeper pick always water. Uh, clear water is always a good sleeper pick. So keep an eye on that. Uh, non quarterback to throw a touchdown passes plus 1400. You never know with these games. You get you trick play. You go back to the Philly special and, two, and Super Bowl 52. Trey Burton threw a touchdown to Nick Foles, so why not? It's the last game of the year. You can't hold anything back, as they say in the water, boy. Big man TD at plus 2,200, I mean, that's, it, it, that's, that's a given. You have to bet it. You have to. You know, get that offensive lineman, linebacker, fullback, whatever, to get that touchdown like Rabel did a couple of years for so many years with the Patriots and everything like that. And I feel like we've seen more big man touchdowns or thick sixes as Mike Golick Jr. calls them. This year than I can remember in recent memory. So, biggest game of the year? Why not? Big man touchdown. Uh, any quarterback to throw four plus TDs is plus four hundred DraftKings. I like that. I think this is going to be a high scoring up and down game. So, obviously, I think that means there's going to be a lot of touchdown passes or touchdown scored. Uh, long. This is one I really really like. Now, this is predicated on a couple of different things. Long snapper to have a tackle or a half a tackle. Plus 2000 on DraftKings. $10 hits you, a $210 win. If, if there's a punt return, I'm going to assume that the long snapper is going to be in the mix. Long snapper to have a tackle or assist, hammer it. Hammer it. Uh, any player to rush for over 150 yards on DraftKings is plus 1800 These teams are more offensive or passing minded, but they need the run game to be successful in the passing game. If either Cam Akers or Joe Mixon gets going, I wouldn't be surprised if they just run the ball, feed, pound the rock, and keep things rolling. So 150 yards by one player rushing. It's a big number, but I wouldn't be surprised if it got hit in this game. So plus 1,800 draft games like that. Uh, Last play of the game to be a QB Neal. I like no on this one at plus 160. I think this game is going to be you know, team that wins takes the lead and then the trailing team gets a last second drive or something like that. Uh, so I don't think the last play is going to be a quarterback, Neil. Kind of one of those game within the game things right there to keep an eye on, keep things interesting all the way through. Uh, and then each team to score two rushing and two passing touchdowns on FanDuel's plus 4,100, 10 wins, just 420. Why not? Last game of the year. can't only thing back. Uh, So those are some prop bets I like. Obviously, there's the over in the National Anthem. There's coin toss, heads or tails, tails never fails. Um, Go to snack. You know, this is a great snacking snacking day. Whether you have a meal or you just have a bunch of apps or whatever you do, this is a great day for it. Uh, Mine is a queso dip or buff chick dip. Can't go wrong either way. And I, I mean, that I, that's all I've got. I don't want to bore you guys too much with me talking. I want to get to our guests. They brought some great insight. And, you know, we wrapped up with a very special guest who uh, has a very vested interest in this game. So uh, without further ado, here are our guests on the Super Bowl preview episode of Through the BLP. Again, my pick, Bengals plus four and a half. Bengals money line over 47 and a half. Enjoy the game. Stay well. Stay safe. Love you guys. Going to miss football, but cheers. We're canceled. All right. Our first guest on this mashup Super Bowl. I can't say Super Bowl. Big game podcast is our good friend, Luke Johnson, who did go 4-0 in the divisional round. And I think he did pretty – did you do pretty well in the championship? I was –
1: I was eight for 10. And the only two bets I missed were live bets. Let's go. Not bad. Go. I mean, considering how, uh, middle of the college football season, I was, I have over four. And the only thing that saved me was Carlo, no, not Carlos signs uh, Checo, F one. Yeah. He had a podium, but yep. that was, uh, I needed some redemption. I was due and I really heated up there. And then, uh, I almost, if Jordan Spieth had won today, I live bet him at plus 2,200, and then he, wow. then he shot like 64 uh, to get into the final group and lost out yeah, by a couple yeah. of shots, but anyway, gambling's been hot and cold, as you'd expect, so.
0: That's the name of the game. It is, yeah. Um, so, w- before we started recording, Luke was dropping some little tidbits of knowledge on me, and I, want, I wanted to get this on the podcast, because it's very interesting, so Luke, I'm going to yeah, let so, you... I-
1: yeah, I'm in Kansas City. My family's from Kansas City. I'm a new Chiefs fan because I was a St. Louis fan, St. Louis Rams fan. They moved to LA. They broke my heart. Um, I will not Best be rooting chance. for them this weekend. Um, but that being said, uh, I was out to dinner uh, at work in healthcare, and I was with some orthopedic surgeons in Dallas. And they told me that uh, there's a pretty solid chance Pat Mahomes actually got a concussion at, right at the end of the second half on that final drive. And that might have led into his uh, poor play in the second half of that, uh, the chiefs bengals game, which would make a little bit of sense just because every single series started with a run or a check down to the running back for yeah. six straight drives. And yeah, then yeah. and then when, Tyreek, when Tyreek Hill doesn't touch the ball, and he's the most dangerous man in football with the foot with the ball in his hands i anyway i'm in kansas city now where we're saying there's a depression because i mean how how well they started and then to miss out in the super bowl was uh well the super full i don't know what you're gonna call it but yeah. <laughs> are you gonna, are you, you're gonna get copyright <laughs> I, I if they copyright me that's then first doing something problems. right so. that's first one of problems yeah that's right yeah.
0: <laughs> um but let's get into super bowl uh big game talk I'm gonna to have to train big myself game. to, yeah, the to get into that. Yeah. Most important question to lead off: What's your go-to big game snack?
1: Oh, uh, Bianco made, used to make the the best buffalo chicken dip, and yeah. he, so he would make that. I mean, all through college, and then he would treat us when we lived in Columbus together. His buffalo chicken dip's up there. Don't tell him I said so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a dip charcuterie board guy. I don't like. Putting, I don't like putting together the other burgers and hamburgers. I'll just stand at the island and just eat all of the snacks.
0: Yeah. I, I think I think big game is like perfect for apps, snacks. Like it's not, it's I don't think it's a meal get together. Mm-hmm. Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs
1: are probably the quick second there. The yeah. toothpicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, right out of the crock pot. Yeah, that's that's a that's a classic.
0: Oh yeah. Um, okay. So talk to me about what storyline you think is most interesting going in this game? There's so many, like Stafford getting to the big game finally, McVeigh, Taylor, Joe Burrow, like what's kind of got your attention the most?
1: I mean, the parallels, I mean, people have been calling Joe Burrow Tom Brady since college. And for him to, you know, there's no parallel, I guess, other than it's him versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. And if it comes down to a last minute drive and he gets it done, I mean the, the dude could he could take the league over. I mean he he carries himself that way. He's got four stud wideouts um that are gonna why would they go anywhere else? I mean you've got guys like Gronk saying I want to play for Joe Burrow like you kidding? Yeah. So if he's got it like that, which we we think he does and he knows he does, um I think the best storyline is is this the start of the I mean it's going to be it's it's LeBron MJ it's it's uh it's Tom Brady and, and Joe Burrow I think it's going to be that's this will be the start this of his legacy
0: I like that I actually hadn't like put together the parallels of that like Joe Burrow second year Rams Super Bowl like I I do like that so I'm, I might I might pay you back that with some some other thoughts here, but yeah. what is kind of the under the radar matchup in this game that you're looking forward to most? I know everybody's like, Oh, Ramsey versus chase the quarterbacks doing it. Like what, what's kind of like the one that's below the surface that you think is going to be most important that you're most excited to look, watch for.
1: Weddle Eric Weddle getting a lot of playing time coming from the couch two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, that is the most unbelievable. he, how old is he? He's got to be 35.
0: And I think he's in mid to late 30s. He's yeah. definitely up there. And he's
1: just gonna go play safety in the Super Bowl after not playing an entire season. Like that's like a I don't know how to call that a matchup, but like it's an old, old dude against four freaks. And you saw how the Bengals used T Higgins there at the end of at the end of the game against the Chiefs. Is he's just a big body. He's a he's basically a tight end that's gonna go body box out anybody and get a 10-yard slant on yeah. on command. So I think I think obviously the Chase Ramsey stuff is gonna be great, but I mean T Higgins, Heather Boyd, is Uzma gonna play? Is he hurt?
0: I think I mean he ripped off his knee brace at the pep rally and threw it into the crowd. So I feel I like he, okay,
1: so I think he's gonna play like he kind of has to now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so then the, the Uzma versus the safeties can be big then.
0: Yeah. I, I always feel air
1: well. Like come on. It's unbelievable.
0: It's absolutely crazy. And I always feel like in the big this the last game of the year here, it's never like the matchup that everybody's talking about going into the game. Like last year it was like, oh, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. it was really like everybody else on the, on the Buccaneers that they got from the AFC that was the story.
1: Basically, I still can't believe the Chiefs had like three guys that didn't play all season on their O-line start in the Super Bowl, whatever Craziness. that was last year.
0: Yeah. Craziness. Um, okay, give me your pick. It can be winner spread over mm. whatever. Give me, give me a pick.
1: Um, I mean it's gonna okay. I I just I really this is like cliche. I really want a great game. I think it has all the makings for it, a scrappy Bengals team and a really talented Rams team. Um, I am going to. I'm going to emotionally hedge. I will be rooting for the Bengals. It'll be the Rams four and a half. They're gonna they're gonna cover um and matt stafford who i met when i was in high school uh very cool guy i am talking to him uh, <laughs> 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 i met him in a minute to me it was his second year after he just broke his shoulder and i was playing quarterback in in high school and yeah. so i walked up to him and then because I, I watched him play in high school when i lived in texas like he, yeah. the man i was like the minute i was like you know all my all my detroit friends like you but i knew you when you're in high school i went to you know like South like a rival of Highland Park. Yeah. And so right from there, anyway, super cool guy. So I'm rooting for Matt Stafford. I've I've witnessed that secondhand embarrassment, not being a Lions fan, but living in Detroit for long enough. So yeah, I'm rooting yeah. for Matt Stafford. I'm not rooting for the Lions. I'll be rooting for the Chiefs though. So yeah. I yeah. get to win either way. <laughs> Classic.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. And then it's the super bowl it's the big game god damn it it's gonna be fucking tough it's the big game so you can bet on literally anything and everything give me a prop bet that you like for this game. Uh, oh shoot so
1: like it is a slam dunk orange gatorade if the bengals win yeah that's like an easy easy prop bet um i think for the first time people have really been invested in coin tosses this year i don't know if you've noticed that like very um, much so they they i mean obviously the overtime stuff but even they were some crazy stat how like Uh, didn't the Seahawks or somebody like lose 14 coin tosses or something this season, like ridiculous, like something mathematically that didn't make sense. So, so I'll take tails never fails just because I think it's a trendy, like why not have fun. Um, And then player props. I, uh, I don't know what the rushing total is for Cam Akers. Is he hurt? That's a, that's a great question actually. Cause he, I know he fumbled and,
0: yeah, I don't know if he's hurt. I think his rushing total when I saw it last was like 64 and a half.
1: 60 That's still pretty dang. That's high.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Because I was going to say, like, he is one of those few people where you, like, you see him on the field and you think, oh, he's fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There are very few, like, even the NFL level watching people running on TV. Like, I would say Braxton Miller was the guy that you would watch on TV. Like, oh, he's fast. Um, And obviously, like, you think Tyreek Hill and stuff. But, but as a running back, Cam Akers is – can boogie. So I would take the over on, on 64 and a half for Cam Akers rushing.
0: Yeah. I like that. I, uh, one that I like kind of in that same vein, DraftKings has any player to rush for over 150 yards at plus 1800. So if if one of them gets going, if Mixon or Akers gets going and they just start eating.
1: Yeah. I would take 150 total yards. It's hard to take 150 rushing yards.
0: Yeah. And then I, like I, don't even know how many,
1: I don't even know how many of those games happened this year in the NFL at all.
0: Not many. Definitely no. not. Jonathan like definitely, probably had it all. should be
1: like higher than 1,800. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I also like DraftKings, also has long snapper to have a tackle or assist at plus 2,000.
1: An assist?
0: Like a half a tackle.
1: Yeah. Um, that's interesting.
0: Very interesting. I like
1: that. Rod, Rob Delaney would like that. <laughs> I That's Rob would team make team. a tackle if he was.
2: <laughs> Shout That's out to
1: the Dayton Yeah.
2: Hey,
1: hey I'm, Hey, I'm one second, Mike.
2: Sorry. Yeah. Uh... I'm getting uh pharmaceutical instructions for my dog. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, Luke, I don't want to take any more of your time. Appreciate it. Good yeah, man. Your pig is Rams minus four and a half, Root yep. for Stafford, but pulling for the Bengals. I love it. <laughs> Over in the Cam Akers. Talk soon. Appreciate All right, it.
1: Buddy. Have fun. See ya. See ya. Cloud.
0: That was a weak crack. But we're back here. Second guest of our Super Bowl episode. I can't say Super Bowl. Big game episode i did that all throughout the first you have to bleep it cut it yep i did that throughout the first guest that i had i said it and then I it, whatever big game big game sunday we've got our resident movie expert also a big football fan spencer Snyderman back on the pod spence what's up man
3: That's Right. thanks for having me back i know it's it's always movies and we might be talking oscars soon maybe uh, Oh, we are. ring for that conversation but uh very happy to be talking about the big game today
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Most important question before we get into anything else, I have to ask it. What's your go-to Super Bowl snack? Ah, big game snack. Fuck.
3: <laughs> I mean, can like a meal count like food? Like, cause it's wings. I mean, yes, it's, Buffalo wings. It, yeah. it's Buffalo wings. It, it always is. They're always so good. And like, you know, you got to find your spots cause some places, some places don't do them the best, but when you find your, your best Buffalo wing spot, can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. I think mine has to be ooh, probably chips and queso. I make a mean queso dip with like yeah. beans. you probably had it at one of the Gettys Marlton soirees <laughs> or football watching parties, but it's a it's a re- recipe Maureen passed down to me, and it's phenomenal. Yes.
3: And I was worried you were going to say veggie tray, which is respectable, but it's not a top choice.
0: It's also, who are you talking to here? (laughs) Come on now. I don't do veggie trays. We know this.
3: I don't think you've eaten anything that's the color green.
0: Recently I've been forced to.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: But not, not, not by choice, but let's get into it. Rank Rams, Bengals, SoFi Stadium, Sunday at 630. What? about this game very generally is exciting to you very general
3: I think this is probably a common theme among casual fans hardcore fans but it's it's just so exciting to see a new team like the Bengals get in um, and they've been playing so well there's so much fun to watch they have so much great young talent Um, I'm so excited to see them play and and hopefully win. I mean, I'm, I'm laying my cards on the table. I'm really rooting for the Bengals here. Um, Joe Burrow has so much swag and he's so much fun to watch and he's doing it all with like, not even the best talent around him. Um, so I think that that's what excites me the most is just like that. The fact that the Bengals are in um, and that they actually have a legitimate chance.
0: Yeah. I, it, it's absolutely ridiculous that the Bengals are in this game. Like it, it makes no sense. They were three win team a year ago. First pick in the draft two years ago. Like it doesn't it doesn't add up to me. But I absolutely love it. And it's if you don't like Joe Burrow, I don't know what is wrong with you. He's just he's that he if I feel like if he was a basketball player and he went to Duke, I would hate him. But because <laughs> he's like this college football star who went to LSU, left Ohio State. Like I'm all about it. It doesn't it it doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah, I mean it's like LSU is not typically a school of uh, you know they don't produce players that I typically go for <laughs> Ben Simmons, <laughs> um, but um, you know I, I'm rooting for him. Totally rooting for Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of America is rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals outside of like some fans in Detroit and <laughs> the like ten fans that the Rams have in LA.
3: What about what about Cleveland? What do you think the vibe is in Cleveland?
0: Oh, I think – so that's actually funny because I texted one of my buddies who's a Browns fan to get on for the Super Bowl pod, and he said, I'm going to be honest, I've sworn off football since the Browns missed the playoffs and the Bengals started making their run, so I probably wouldn't be a value. So I think they are so rooting for the Rams, like, Mm -hmm. without a doubt.
3: That's what I expect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Checks out. (laughs) But, um, okay, give me who you think is going to be Super Bowl MVP at the end of the night.
3: So, uh, one of my friends was telling me about this bet he placed on who he thinks the Super Bowl MVP is going to be, and I don't know if I agree with him, but I think it's a really interesting pick. And that's Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker.
0: Oh wow! <laughs>
3: now I don't think a kicker has ever won MVP. I definitely cannot, not I <laughs> think that that's ever happened. Um, but if you look at kind of how their playoff games have have turned out, uh, he's had some really clutch kicks really important kicks that saved their season sent them to the next round. And um, well, I don't know if I can like put money on that. I really like that as a value play.
0: That is the definition of value play right there. Like kicker for Super Bowl MVP. I, I, kind right. I mean, of... it's
3: like, it's not going to happen. Cause you know, you still need a quarterback to get you downfield. You still need a running back to get you downfield where the kicker can kick it. But I really want it to happen.
0: <laughs> it would be so perfect that the Bengals win the Super Bowl and their MVP is the kicker. It would be just so per- so perfect.
3: The kicker they drafted, right? Didn't they get a lot of you know a trash talk for drafting a kicker?
0: I think they drafted him in like the fourth round or something right. like that. And yeah. he's a Florida boy, isn't he? Didn't he That's go right. to Florida? He's a Gator. No gators. Crazy. Cold blooded. Um, okay. Give me your pick i know rams right now are minus four and a half over set at like 47 and a half i think it's been moving around a little bit so give me a pick for the spread and then a pick points wise
3: yeah um what did you say over is 47 and a half so you said yeah 47 and a half i I believe i think i think the bengals cover um i if it's four and a half i think the bengals i think it's going to be a close game i think both teams are actually pretty evenly matched in both equally talented for the most part um so I take the Bengals on the spread and the over over under uh I feel like my my gut tells me the under just because like I said you know they've used McPherson so much and I I don't know how much I believe in Stafford as a the most efficient quarter he's done great but uh and he has Cooper Cup so it's hard to argue against that but I don't know if I see the over hitting. that being said, I really want the over to hit. Cause that's always a much more exciting game. Yeah. Um, so I think Bengals cover and I think the under probably hits.
0: I like that. It, it's always funny because betting like the under and like a game like this, or like betting the under and like a big time basketball game. Somebody said it's like getting kicked in the balls repeatedly over and over for the duration of the game. Cause it's like every single point you're like, fuck yeah. no.
3: You never, it's not a fun bet to take at all.
0: No, but I do, I do like it. Cause I feel like everybody is uh, leaning towards the over. So I feel like this is like screaming under to me.
3: Right. I mean, look at, I mean, you have the Bengals who obviously we've talked about, we really love watching them play. They got Jamar Chase. They have a lot of wide receiver talent and even tight end talent, but they they have no offensive line. Like they, they are still one of the bottom five teams in like sacks allowed. They, they, Um, they're Joe Burrow's throwing against Jalen Ramsey who continues to be fantastic. Um, So it's going to be tough. I, it could happen. Um, But I very well could, could be a defensive battle.
0: Yeah. I think Joe Burrow and Aaron Donald are going to get very well acquainted on Sunday. (laughs) Very well.
3: Not in the best of friendship terms there, but
0: no, definitely not. And then give me, so this is the big game. You can bet on everything. Coin toss, national Anthem, Gatorade color, Big Man TD, give me a prop bet that you absolutely love.
3: I love the prop bet that I just learned about three days ago, which is the octopus. I have never heard of this. Have you heard of this?
0: Is it a person to score eight point, like, touchdown, and then two-point conversion?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a touchdown. Yeah, it's a touchdown and then two-point conversion. So I think it, I really like that bet, whether, and I think it's – I think you got – a lot of potential options just because of how they use players. Like Cooper Cup is a good pick for that. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Jamar Chase is a good pick for that. I think Joe Mixon's a good pick for that. Um, so I think there's a couple of players on the on the table here who have actually a good chance of doing it. And it's a really fun name for a prop bet, so <laughs> I kind of want to ride with it.
0: Very fun, very fun. I will give one that I like. DraftKings has given this one out. It's not that big of odds, but last play of the game to be a QB Neil. I say no at plus 160.
3: Mm. No at plus 160. Okay. I mean, so then all that requires is a team that's losing to have the ball at the end of the game.
0: Yeah. Or or a last-second field goal. or Right. As long as the winning team doesn't have the ball last.
3: Yeah. To me, I feel like that's better than 50% odds.
0: I, I think so. Um, I love that it's, at, it's in plus odds. I was like, I'm going to jump on that all over.
3: All right. I'm going to open up my app right after we're done here. and then... Love Slam it, i'm that one.
0: Love it. I also like this one's also on DraftKings, and I think you'll like it too. Long snapper to have a tackle or a half a tackle at plus two thousand.
3: Have a tackle or a half a tackle.
0: So what, like punt?
3: Right. Okay. So th- yeah, so it would have to be somewhat of a punt return, right? Yeah. So that the guy can actually get involved and get downfield. Um, okay. All right. Plus two thousand. 10 gets you 200 value picks i love these value picks keep them coming
0: yeah 10 gets you 200 i mean why not right (laughs) yeah that's what we're here for Mm -hmm. but spence that's all i got appreciate you coming on enjoy the game enjoy your wings enjoy if you're gonna drink wine during the super bowl i don't i mean big game no wine during the
3: super bowl it's just what i had here you know so hey that's fine
0: (laughs) It's, it's fine it happens you know but uh that's it. That's it, Spence. Enjoy the game. Appreciate you coming on. Talk to you soon, brother.
3: Thanks for having me. Enjoy the game.
0: Thanks. i recording. All right. The last guest that we have to have on for our Super Bowl talk, big game talk, is the biggest Bengals fan I know. Probably the biggest Bengals fan any of you know. It's our one of our movie experts, Jordan Aarons. Jordan, what's up, man?
2: Oh man, not a whole lot. I just this has been the longest week ever, uh, longest two weeks, honestly. It's been weird not having football. I didn't even turn the Pro Bowl on. Didn't even give it a chance.
0: That's <laughs> not football. That's not real football. No. no.
2: <laughs> they should play like NFL Street rules. That might make it a lot more interesting.
0: Yeah. Or I saw this online: the two teams with the worst rec- record play for the first overall pick.
2: I did see that too. That that would be really funny. Actually,
0: it's genius. Yeah. Like, why not? Is- that is. That's awesome. <laughs> Coaches suck. Give them like a chance to play on national television. Yeah. And who who wouldn't want to see the Jaguars and the Lions just fight it out for the first overall pick?
2: Yeah. I mean, not most people probably, but. Yeah, yeah you're right. Well, okay. So here's the, here's the thing too. If you do that and on the Pro Bowl, do you let them hire a new coach?
0: Ooh. I feel like because like doug peterson was he hired by them like do they let him yeah i feel team? like you got i feel like you got to go with the staff that you had intact. or i don't know I don't, that that's that's an interesting wrinkle that i did not think of yeah i was gonna say like yeah. maybe you can take like you add one player that was a pro bowler from offense and defense sure. to your team and like just you know see what happens but Outside of quarterback, you know like you can't add a quarterback, but okay you know like okay. you can add a wide receiver. So you throw like Tyreek Hill on the Jaguars, <laughs> and fucking, I don't, I don't even know who's on uh, Justin Jefferson for the Lions. Like, why not? Be That'd fun. be fun. That would be fun. But you are a Bengals fan, so just talk me through. Oh. We, we Before we got on, we talked about like your blew heart rates and how you had an 11 and a half strain from just watching football that day, which is probably what I have in a daily basis when I do a full workout and then work. <laughs> so just talk me through your emotions from the time it hit zero to now to leading up. I, I just need, I need to know. I need to know.
2: So I, I don't know. I mean, approaching it, I was so pessimistic. It's like, it's hard enough to beat the Chiefs one time, which the Bengals got lucky week 17 I want to say and did it to like get into the playoffs basically yeah. and then I'm like oh okay like we got it far enough we we won one playoff game got the, the so-called chip off our shoulder whatever and then after that I was like you know what everything from here is bonus so they go down 21 to three and I'm freaking out I'm like all right whatever whatever season's over the beers start flowing a little more often than they should have and then we score once we scored twice. We scored three times, and then McMoney McPherson comes out there to win it. And it's, I don't know. I, I honestly, if I was gonna have a heart attack, it would have been during that. Yeah. It was. It was a wild ride. I. I don't even know. I don't even I really. The next day at work was miserable. Let me put it that way.
0: Oh, I'm sure. So, <laughs> so I have to ask: more valuable draft pick for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, <laughs> Jamar Chase, Evan McPherson um i feel like and this shouldn't be a fair question but i feel like it is a fair question this year sure (laughs) sure sure
2: so let me say most value at the pick i think getting mcpherson in the fifth round was an unreal value um i think you could argue that like chase or joey b could be number one in like any year normally so like that one I, i feel like is like I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow, if they didn't pick Joe Burrow and they pick like Chase, um, Chase Young at the time, which I know was like a huge debate. I mean, that,
0: which is kind of crazy to think about yeah, now.
2: Look where Washington is now.
0: <laughs> yeah, just awful.
2: <laughs> Changing their name. That's, what, that's Yeah, the at.
0: commanders, the comms, the commies. <laughs> just the, have have a thought, you know, just like, oh, we're based in Washington, D.C., our nickname is going to be the commanders and people are going to call us the commies. Like just,
2: (laughs) I was almost hoping they'd be like the senators or something.
0: I was hoping for like the admirals or like the red tail, like some, anything. If they they went back to Redskins and were like, you know what? This is just the best option for us. I would have been, I would have respected it.
2: I I like red tails. They could have kept their hashtag, you know, and all that. Um, they should have stole the what was the team from uh, the replacements that would have been hilarious.
0: Sentinels, the Washington that, Sentinels. Yeah, that would
2: have been awesome. That would have been great. <laughs>
0: same jerseys. Yeah, everything, same everything. I would have, I would same have so respected kill. that. Yep.
2: First round pick at a high state in the Sugar oh Bowl. My God.
0: <laughs> that would have been so fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so
2: missed opportunity there, but yeah. Yeah.
0: But before we get into the big game talk, things like that. I've done this on the pod. I've done this on text with you. I need to officially apologize for ridiculing the Bengals for not drafting <laughs> Panay Sewell and drafting Jamar Chase.
2: Honestly, me too. So don't it, worry. You're, you're you alone. know what,
0: though? I need, I need to eat my crow. I Granted, the offensive line still isn't great, but it's worked out well enough. Got you guys to the Super Bowl. Could win the Super Bowl, so that's on me. I apologize. Bengals <laughs> Nation, Houda Nation, I apologize. It worked out and I'm hey, happy for
2: it. And on, on behalf of them, I don't even know if I can accept that because I was in the same camp. So don't, don't you worry. Don't okay. you worry. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like a lot it, of people were, it just goes to show, you know, there's just the, the, the depth in the draft for Monday morning quarterbacks is going to be deeper than any round ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Big game talk. Most important question. What's your go-to big game snack? What do you have to have Ooh. for a big game watch party? Oh my
2: god, big game watch party. Uh, see, I don't know. It's tough because I've, you know, I've literally never been in a big game scenario like this. It's more or less. I'm just like, I know I'm gonna have chicken wings, but but now it's different. I feel like I can't do the wings. I feel like have to be like the the, the halftime or like I don't know, maybe even post game snack, just because I feel like I need to be need to be loose. I need to be. I need to be limber. So I can't go getting full, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sprinkling, sprinkling some chips and dips here. I I don't know. I really don't know. I've literally never been here. 33 years is the last time. And I wasn't even alive for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll put you down for like a nice dip, a nice like French onion, buff chick, anything like that. that, That's good enough. Buffy
2: chick, buffy chick with the celery though. Buffy chick with the celery.
0: Like celery shavings on top or like you're dipping celery into the buff chick dip. Both okay all right all right all right i just gotta clarify for the people you know yeah it's
2: i mean everything's nachos when you boil down to it wise man once told me it's everything's a vehicle for something else and that would be a nacho so pasta is just
0: noodle nachos i love it (laughs) i love it all right let's get into a little bit of game talk here okay i feel like there's a lot of different storylines going into this like stafford finally getting over the hump joe burrow just playing with house money You know, Joe Shistee, Joe Burr, like everything about it. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the coaching matchup. Mm. So it's McVeigh and Taylor. everybody if you watch football, you know Taylor coached under McVeigh for a little bit. It was in that off season where it was like, Oh, if you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVeigh, you got a head coaching job. Sure. And who do you like in this matchup? Because I feel Mm. like McVay is coaching to get that monkey off his back after that shitty performance in Super Bowl 53. Sure. sure. Really hasn't had big wins up until this year in the playoffs. Like if you look at it, the teams that he beat in the playoffs previous to this year were awful. Like he got lucky with the Saints yeah. when you know beat the Cowboys a couple of times and the Cowboys are a joke of an organization. I say that non-petty, like, but so who <laughs> who do you like in that in this matchup? Because Taylor has kind of pressed all the right buttons with this team. But I feel like he hasn't really unleashed this offense, so to speak, so much in the playoffs, at least. Mm-hmm. So I agree. who, who do you, where do you lean? What are you looking for in that kind of like coaching matchup?
2: So McVeigh, I, I don't know. I feel like he was redeemed once they beat the Buccaneers. I feel like after that, he was kind of like, all right, like whatever. Now this is just like I can go back to my normal scripts, but. I, I don't I'm not afraid of McVay in the sense that he's gonna like pull something crazy because Matthew Stafford's not like a dynamic quarterback that's gonna like pull off something wild. Yeah. Like he's got a he's got a big arm, like anybody can do four verts on Xbox five times a game and, and score. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I, that 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 part doesn't scare me. I'm I mean I'm more afraid of Zach Taylor trying to Either get cute with it, or just be too conservative and do what he's done in a couple games this year, like against the Jets, um, the game that they should have beat the freaking Packers. Uh, both times against the Browns, there's just they. I've always said with Zach Taylor, like he's good. I think he's been great for this team. He's been a great leader in this locker room. But if I can see how the team's lined up and predict what the play's about to be, being who I am, then it's a terrible play. Yeah. And I feel like he falls into that a lot because he's like a scheme guy, being in that like McVeigh kind of disciplehood. But he's very predictable and like, oh, Joe Mixon's going off tackle here. Okay, here we go for the 15th time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That part is what worries me because then I think if he does get a little more um, risky with it, is when things bad happen and Joe B gets vulnerable with that terrible line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the thing that I'm looking for is because like you said, he is it's tough to call an NFL coach predictable, but he does scheme things open the way the same way McFay does. Sure. Very simple, basic, kind of like you know, three wide sets, mm-hmm. you know, 12 personnel, stuff like that. So it's kind of like that those times where he needs to take a chance, or you know, it's third and long or fourth and short, something like that, mm-hmm. and how well he can scheme up those plays in those situations and just how he's going to handle that Rams defensive line with yeah. this. I mean, you could call them a Swiss cheese offensive line. You could, I'm not well, going to
2: my God. It, this Some people even, have, you're not even making, this is string cheese here. This is like, this is peel away snack time. Wait 15 minutes before recess cheese here. Yeah. This is, this is garbage cheese. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's not great it's not it's great blue,
2: blue cheese but I, I love blue cheese but <laughs> yeah <Yes>. stanky <laughs> yeah
0: um okay so that i feel like we're on the same page with coaching wise there who is your like under the radar matchup that you're looking forward to most everybody's talking you know joe burrow matthew stafford yeah, uh yeah. ramsey chase things like that so who's like the the underrated Maybe like the, the matchup that nobody's talking about that you're looking forward to seeing and you think could decide this game.
2: Yeah, so um, before I answer that, I, I do appreciate how you didn't even let me answer the question of Stafford versus Burrow because they're
0: literally never on the field at the same time. Never. I hate that. I fucking hate <laughs> that. I hate when it's like, oh, it's quarterback versus quarterback. No, it's not. It's not. It's quarterback yeah, versus defense. It's, quarterback it's pitcher versus defense. pitcher. It's
2: Bumgarner
0: and Kershaw. It's like, oh, no, they God. literally
2: are never going to be on the, on the field never. unless it's a National League park and one of them sitting.
0: Never, never. It's a stupid fucking stat. It's a stupid fucking storyline. I hate it. Oh, hate thank it. you for
2: that. Thank you for that. I, um, I see the thing is, is and I hope McVay is not a huge listener or whoever the Rams defensive coordinator is, um, that what I would do in this scenario, and it's like, I would think it's the smartest thing is you double team chase and yeah. you put Jalen Ramsey on T Higgins or you put Jalen Ramsey on Tyler Boyd. Ooh. So then you have your number one guy cover the number two one on one, and then you have the number one dude having double coverage.
0: Ooh, okay. So you would rather rotate like a safety to, to chase every time and put like Darius Williams on him, and then just take your chances sure. with Ramsey covering Higgins or Boyd on the outside.
2: Absolutely.
0: I have so so I haven't thought about it like that because. I, Everything in my mind is like, okay, Ramsey and Chase are gonna be kind of like a wash. Like Chase is gonna get his every once in a while. Ramsey's gonna get his probably like six catches for 80 yards, maybe a touchdown, something sure, like that. But sure. I do like that kind of thought process of like, okay, yeah, our best guy and your best guy, everybody thinks they're gonna cover each other, but yep. throw caution to the wind. Say, okay, Ramsey's gonna take away your number two guy. Burrow's always gonna to have to see two guys cover on his best guy. Can he make that read for, to number three? Check down tight ends, everything like that. So I like that, that a lot.
2: That would be that would be the way I would approach it. So if if Sean McVay listening, like,
0: don't.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think the matchups win one um in that T Higgins Tyler Boyd spot, I think if whoever Darius Williams is covering, I think that other one will be the guy that that drive, and you, you saw it a lot too with um. Whoever um, Tyron Matthew was not kind of like shadowing or hawking a little bit um, yeah. against the Chiefs. And then I think it was actually turned into be T. Higgins a lot of the time because there are a couple of drives where he went like four or five catches in a row. Yeah. Um, I think it's that. And then I think if you actually have a healthy CJ Uzama um, without having Jordan Fuller kind of helping in the safety role with being the team's leading tackler, I think their linebackers are eh. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I can't even name like many teams who have great linebackers because it's just like you have a great defensive line and great secondary. That's it.
0: And and to that point, I would also say the safeties for the Rams are kind of because Taylor Rapp's coming off injury. Yeah. They called Eric Weddle off his couch three weeks ago. <laughs> so it's like if you're, so if you follow that, that, that plan of, okay, Ramsey's going to take one, Williams is going to take the other, you're going to chance it with like, Old man Weddle trying to cover either Tyler Boyd or CJ Uzama or Joe Mixon out of the backfield. I'm taking that if I'm the Bengals every day of the week.
2: Every yeah, day of the week. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, I don't know, even Samaj P. Run out of the backfield.
0: Yeah. Like. <laughs> if he goes the right way on screen passes, though. He, he's got, he, he ran one that was great. And then the other one, I was just like, oh my God, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, he had the game winning touchdown. Did. Well, tie in, yeah. Game time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it, uh, when I got that alert, I was folding laundry and I was didn't have the. I was like, and I was like, much it! What? Forty-four? Huh? <laughs> what the fuck happened here?"
2: <gasps> yeah. So I mean, but here's the thing too: is I think, I think if that happens with this terrible defense or offensive line and this good defensive line, I don't think Aaron Donald up the middle is going to get many sacks. I'm not going to say he's not going to get any. I mean, the deeds going to probably bring home a, a freaking six-pack of him, but it'll be enough to kind of change the pocket, obviously, and I think, I think Joey's got to run more. I think this is the time where he's got to step up, so to speak, if he had a legitimate pocket, but just, like, step out of it and run, run the freaking ball because he's going to have guys one-on-one coverage downfield, and then at that point he's off to the races.
0: Yeah, kind of like what he did, I think it was in the final drive of the – Fourth quarter against the Chiefs, where he took off a couple times and got yeah. the, the big first downs. Yeah, exactly. He, he's athletic enough to make those plays. It's just Absolutely. a matter of if he can get to those little, very little holes that that offensive line is going to make for him and right. make something happen. Well,
2: it's not even that. Just freaking do your Joe Mixon off tackle plays four times and then just like madden it up and just do a play action bootleg. <laughs> like, yeah, something's got to be there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just get him outside. <laughs> if he's outside the pocket, he's not risking getting hit by four guys. It, it reduces the number of guys that can hit him at least by half. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So that I mean, I think that's that's the thing. But then again, I, I'm not and have never been an NFL coach. So
0: me either. That's why we're here. That's why we're well, we're shit, here Shit, you're closer than I. <laughs> <laughs> Physically. <laughs> yeah, physically. <laughs> I was near NFL coaches more than you. Um, um,
2: I don't really fear the Rams offense, though,
0: either. No, I it, mean, it's Cooper Cup maybe. That's about it.
2: Yeah, but eh, eh, that's fine. That's fine. I think, honestly, I've, I've been so happy with the, be- the way the Bengals' defense have been playing the last, like, three or four weeks that it, it doesn't even bother me. I, I can go for those terrible touchdowns that they give up and then i can go for those just heartbreaking interceptions that somehow they get <laughs> yes <laughs> and yes. i say heartbreaking and in, in endearing term
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely i will say your defensive coordinator i don't even know his name but some uh marcus spears on nfl live today said he needs to be called mr adjustments because the defense that you see in the first half is never the defense that they see finishing the game and that is so true
2: like Luan- it, it's crazy it's Lou Anarumo. Come on.
0: Lou sure. I still can't get it right.
2: <laughs> no, it's hilarious. A lot of the like Columbus, uh, like sports radio guys always mess it up. they always like Lou and them and them. <laughs> and I just, I just picture the like finding him on them and them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Give me your X factor in this game and then give me who you think is going to win MVP. Uh, no, no. Don't give me MVP at X Factor first.
2: Shooter. Evan McPherson.
0: I love it. I uh, love come it. Come on.
2: That was so easy. That, that, was, that so was silver easy. platter. Silver platter, silver leg.
0: I love it. He, I love so it. So
2: he, he – the craziest thing I loved about him is he was on, I want to say – was it Pat McAfee? I can't remember if it was Pat McAfee or someone else. But he was talking about um, – Uh, Adam Vinatieri's record with the Colts and the year that they won the Super Bowl. And he had like 14 postseason field goals in the fourth quarter or something like that. I don't even remember. Something crazy. Yeah. Something amazing. And he's, I think he's had like six so far. So he was like, he's, I think it it really was Pat McAfee. I'm pretty sure because he was like, I'm going for that. He's like 14. That sounds awesome. I'm getting 15. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, slow down, brother. Like you have six, like you would need like nine in the next game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The kid's great. Kid's great. Came out of nowhere. Love it.
0: I will say it. So I talked to our other movie guy, Spence, before this, his nice. buddy, his buddy put a few, uh, MVP bet on McPherson to win MVP.
2: What are his odds sitting at right now?
0: I don't even know. I can't imagine they're very good
2: but I kind of love it. I can imagine they're, well, good in what sense? Good in the sense of like.
0: Like plus 12,500, like that kind of range, I would think. Oh, has to be, I, I, love, right? that. For a I kicker? love
2: that, I love that. I mean, yeah. think of all those times Adam Vinatieri won.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Dude, this team reminds me so much of those early 2000 Patriots.
0: So, okay, you're the second person that I've talked to to bring that up, and you're the, <laughs> and that's the second person that's. Brought that to my mind like early Tom Brady, second yes. year going against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yes, like
2: and just weapons out so the ass, sense. weapons out the ass, defense that made some good plays, had some guys that are like second chance kind of guys, yep. switching teams. Like, I mean, the only thing is, is they just don't really have like the young coach, but like, yeah, but whatever. But no, I mean, I'm telling you. All right, Evan McPherson is plus 4300
0: oh that's better than i thought
2: next closest odds are trey hendrickson at plus 5800 he's gonna have a game
0: he has to he's gonna I mean, have a
2: game yeah he's gonna hit the the sleeve gloveless hands all over matthew fatford oh psychopath. my god
0: psychopath going no gloves as <laughs> a defense lineman
2: He's in LA. Come
0: on. Yeah. I, he doesn't. It's, he did it in KC. It's, it's, it's <laughs> what do you mean he's in LA? That's psychopath shit. Nah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me, give me your pick. I think I know where you're going, but give me give me your official pick. Rams oh. right now are minus four and a half. Oh, Over-under's Jesus. at 47 and a half.
2: Oh,
0: give fuck. me a pick both ways here.
2: I'm give me say. over-under
0: first. That that's easier i think what would you. would you
2: say it was 47 and a half? 47
0: and a half it's like bouncing back and forth
2: that's insane it's gonna be over yeah i agree these two I defenses agree. it's gonna be over it's gonna be like a oh god it's gonna 34, be 34 31 like the sentence i was say. just gonna say that i was gonna say 34 31 or i was gonna say 31 28 yeah yeah or if we want to no no yeah 31 28 i like that better
0: I like that. I like 3128. I might McPherson, put a correct score.
2: Not at overtime with 47 seconds left to go in the fourth. Puts it down the pipe. The Rams get the ball. Couple out plays to get time stopping. Get to the their own 40. Um, go for a deep ball, incomplete, fourth down. Play gets stopped. Turnover on downs, Joey B takes me game over.
0: Okay. I like that. If and this I, and if, <laughs> if this plays out exactly that way, I'm booking flights for me and you, and we're going to Vegas on on Monday. Uh,
2: if this plays out, I'm pretty sh- the way that I say if it plays out, I'm pretty sure I won't be alive.
0: That's also true. <laughs> also very true. <laughs> I love it. okay. So give me your your MVP pick then. I feel like it is. See, if, McPherson... it, if it ends
2: that way, if it ends that way, it's tough to not say Joey, depending on how he plays in the game. Yeah. If it ends with McPherson hitting a game winner, yeah. Or I could see it being, like, a random secondary guy, like B.J. Hill, Eli Apple. Maybe they have, like, an interception or two that are just, like, pivotal, kind of like Malcolm Butler. Yeah. He, how he fucking just won it.
0: Yep. <laughs> Yep, I agree. Something I like agree.
2: that. That's how I picture it.
0: I agree. Okay, so give me a – it's the big game. You can bet on everything. Coin toss. Oh, yeah. National Anthem. Gatorade color. Give me a prop bet that you like a lot. I always hate
2: these. Um, over on the National Anthem. Always. Always over. always, Always over. Um, I'm going to bet yellow Gatorade till the day I die, and I'm okay. going to say Ed's. Just because.
0: Why not? <laughs> Why not? So I like I like red slash pink Gatorade. Right now it's at plus four fifty. Pink. Just red. Red. Pink. You know whatever. What whatever
2: is, it is. What does this Gatorade rain?
0: I fuck? don't know, man. <laughs> Fruit punch. Red Gatorade. Um, that's how they classified on DraftKings. So I'm just going okay. With it. All right. Plus four fifty. Right. It's creeping up a little bit. So okay. Okay. something to keep an eye on. Uh, non quarterback to throw a touchdown plus fourteen hundred.
2: Uh, I don't think that's hidden.
0: I don't either, but it's good value. So I might throw a five on it. get me 75. These
2: these coaches are just like, like, I don't know. Sean McVay's a a full Hawk away from being like one of the most boring coaches ever. And so is Zach. Well, Zach Taylor already is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then the always favorite big man touchdown plus 2200. Like I feel like if you have to just take that in the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, because with both these quarterbacks and the way the defensive lines are, I think that could be that could be doable.
0: Yeah, get get an unbalanced line, ring in the sixth offensive lineman, heavy play action, guy curls out to the corner, boom.
2: Oh, well, shit. Well, I was actually thinking like
0: fullback, like sack fumble. Oh. Okay. I like that even better,
2: actually. <laughs> I, was, I was honestly thinking, like, either of those sack fumble. But I guess if you don't really count it as a non-offensive touchdown, then I don't think it'll play.
0: I think it, I think that, that should play. That should count.
2: Yeah, why not?
0: Um, and then this – depending upon how this game goes, any player to rush for over 150 yards at plus 1,800. Mm. Neither team is very, like a like, heavy run. No, but if but you get, get Mixon going a little bit or you get Cam Akers going a little bit.
2: Yeah, Mixon uh, 150, you said?
0: Yeah, 150. I feel like he's only
2: done that like once.
0: <laughs> what what better time to do it than the Super Bowl?
2: I like don't even know if there's more than three games where he's had over 100 yards.
0: Why not, Why not now? Yeah. Why not Sunday? In L.A.? oh my god i love it
2: oh god why like that's the only thing i hate about this is that it's in la
0: yeah but like they don't really have fans so it's fine
2: yeah but like they get to use their own locker room
0: do they because they're wearing the road jerseys so they might not be able to
2: i don't know who won the all-star game (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's it. That's it. That's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it. That, that's it. Jordan, best of luck to you and your Bengals. I'm pulling for you guys. You guys are my pick. I'm taking you guys' money line. Ooh. I don't know what that means for anything, but Bengals' money line and the over. I love it. Enjoy the game. I'll see you after you recover from the Super Bowl championship parade and everything oh, like that Jesus. for Oscars pod. Oh. Get ready.
2: I will be in Mexico the week of that and coming back that night during it. So Ooh. I know I'm going to have a DVR and everything.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll go very early for the Oscar 5
2: <laughs> <We'll> go <laughs> early. Go Just a week.
0: Yeah, week early. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Jordan, enjoy the game. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Appreciate you. Thank you.
2: Good day.